you've been sitting in the parking lot for 15 minutes and you're trying to ease your growing rage by telling yourself, I'm sure she's stuck in traffic. I know she'll be here any second. And yet another dreadful 10 minutes tick by. Finally, your friend pulls into the spot next to yours and she waltzes out with a casual, sorry, I'm late. And you find yourself saying for the second time that week, oh, that's okay. Even though it's not. But how do you address a friend's chronic tardiness without making it such a big deal? And for my fellow tardy girls, and I say fellow because I'm working on this too, how do we fix a bad habit that might be unintentionally straining our friendships? Giving you four strategies that you can use to call out a friend's lateness and two tips for those of us who are guilty because it's time that we all got it together. This is Friend Forward, the podcast. And if you're having girl problems, we got you. I'm Danielle Byer Jackson, a certified friendship coach, and I am here to help you through it. Today, I thought we would talk a little bit about how to address a friend who is always late. Doesn't mean we don't love her, right? Sometimes she's like the life of the party, and that's why it sucks when she's late, because we're like, girl, I need you to get here to get this party started, okay? So we love our late friends, but we also need to call out behaviors that kind of cross our boundaries or make us feel taken advantage of and have that open communication. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you four strategies that you can use to call out a friend who is always late. And I stress always because if she's been late one or two times and you're like, Christina, we need to talk about this, like slow down, okay? You're doing too much. (laughs) But if it's something where like it is a bad habit over time that's starting to like impact how you find yourself feeling about her, like you're a little resentful, it's time to address that because we don't want any wedge like that forming between y'all. So let's talk about four things you can do. And then at the end, I'm going to give you two things to keep in mind if you're the guilty party, okay? Now, these four strategies for calling out a friend, I'm going to rank them in order of for people who are very (laughs) non-confrontational, level one, all the way to a level four. For those of you who are like, okay, this chronic behavior has gotten so bad, it's time to like go to the next level. Okay, we got to level up. So really my Enneagram is you wait for level four because I know that you're you're about it. Like you're about that life and you have no problem doing level four. Okay, so let's start with a level one strategy for calling out a friend's lateness. Okay, level one strategy is to get creative with the start time. So this one you've probably heard before, but here's how you do it. So let's say something starts at seven you would tell your friend, hey, the festivities start at like 625, like the pre-stuff, but I really, really, really want to participate in those. So can you be there like exactly at 625? Now, if you're not totally committed to the festivities, but you want her to get there on time, then maybe you give her an earlier time. I've heard research um, that says that when you use an odd number, people tend to remember it. So that's why I say 625 or like 627, which sounds so bizarre. Um, But this is actually, Um, a study I think that was done by Vanessa Van Edwards who I loved and they found that using little uh, I guess words like that and numbers like 627 or 639 tend to make people commit more and it's more memorable and so I always think it's very interesting to kind of use those uh, times those numbers when you're um, trying to get somebody to come early right so just say like hey I think it kicks off at like 627 so can you be there at 627 so we don't miss anything and if she's a super late friend she'll probably be there 
at seven. It's a way to kind of try to get her there early. Now, I'm not one for deception or manipulation. I'm not. But if you're like, man, I really don't feel comfortable calling up my friend. It makes me queasy. That would be one hands-off strategy to get her butt there on time. Now, level two, okay? Level two to upgrade it. Make it a game. So maybe you casually, playfully with a smile say to her at the time of inviting her to an event, all right, everything starts at seven o'clock. That's what our reservation's for. Nobody be late. The last person there has to get everybody's first appetizer or a last person there is getting the first round of drinks. So don't be late. Okay. So depending on your friend's personality, y'all's history together, your level of closeness, you know, you obviously want to do the strategy that works best for you, but making a game out of it is a way for you to call out, okay, I know, I know you're going to be late, but come on, girl, maybe this is how I can get you there. It's playful. It's a little fun. Now I'm mindful of, you know, you, you got to be aware of people's like financial situations and you, you still want to be sensitive. Okay. But I'm just equipping you with different tools to put in your toolbox. You pull out the one that, that fits y'all's history, your relationship, her financial situation, okay? But that's a playful way to get her there, okay? Last person there has to buy her drinks, boom. Level three, call her out. Say it and make it plain. So this is what that looks like because I know some of you just broke out in a little bead of sweat. I know you, I can see you right now, I can see you, okay? This is how that looks. Whenever we think of confrontation, we think of a formal sit down or we think of like um, people being very serious with like serious faces and we're like, I feel like you don't respect my, it doesn't even have to be that serious. It can be playful. So I always say confrontation, which is not bad. Confrontation can be direct, which means I say what I mean and gentle. So I'm not saying it in an accusatory way. I'm not doing a neck roll and I'm not um, making her feel defensive, but I'm going to say what I mean. So it looks like this. If she's late, she's rolling up 20 minutes late. You say to her either in the moment or at the end of the night, right after you've had your fun, you say, girl, okay, I just got to say, whenever you're late, it makes me feel really anxious. And then it like pushes back the rest of our plans for that night because it shifts everything like 20 minutes behind. And like, I don't know, like how, how can I help? Do we need to start going to places like closer to your house? Or do you want me to send you like little reminder texts? Like how can I help? This is why this strategy is really, really, really effective. One, because you're focusing on the impact of her behavior and not her behavior itself. So oftentimes when we come straight for somebody's behavior, they can't help but to get defensive. Girl, you're always late. Like you show up 20 minutes late and it's so annoying. Okay, anybody is going to kind of bucket that. But if I focus on letting you know the impact of what your behavior does, I almost can't contest that right? So if you're telling me that it makes you anxious, well, I don't want you to feel anxious as my friend. If you're telling me that it pushes everything um, back for the rest of the night, well, I don't want to be the person who's like ruining the plans and messing everything up. So speak to the impact. And then you'll notice in that example script, I also ended it with collaborative problem solving, which is my favorite thing to do when having a hard conversation. And let me digress for a second. If you're like, oh my gosh, I need more tips on how to have a hard conversation. That's the latest video that I've uploaded on our YouTube channel. Okay, so just search my name on YouTube. Our latest episode, our latest video is about how to have a hard conversation with a friend. Okay, so if you're like, okay, I need to do level three with my friend, but I don't want to mess this up, go and look at that video. It'll walk you through it step by step. Okay, so that's one way to call it out. And then finally, are you ready for my level four? This is like if you're truly gangster. Okay, you ready? The level four strategy for calling out your late friend, 
is to leave. Leave. You're hearing me correctly. L-E-A-V-E. You're like, did she say leave? I said leave. So this is what that looks like. Let's say you get to the restaurant at 658. Okay. And it is 725. And she's texting. I'm on my way. I'm on my way. I'm on my After 20 minutes, especially if this is the 20th time, you roll out. And after you leave, you text her to say, hey, I got tired of waiting. So um, I just went and started doing something else at the place down the street. You can either text her that or if you're super gangster. And then also if you guys have this kind of friendship where she's not going to super take offense to it. Okay, so know your audience. But you also could just not text her at all and just leave so that when she arrives and says, what the heck? Like, where did you go? You can say, I got bored of waiting. So I'm down the street doing something else. If you're in a group setting, you guys can start eating your meal and finish up. And then when she gets there, if she's like, wait, what the heck? You guys already started. You already ate and say like, yeah, we were tired of waiting on you which is kind of a form of like leaving, like moving forward with your plans without that person, okay? Now, for some of you, you're like, ooh, I like that, okay? And I like your spirit. Others of you are like, oh my God, there's no way (laughs) I would do that. So I want you to kind of go with the category that matches your personality. It matches y'all's history as friends and, you know, and her personality too. You got to find the right fit. But I want you to equip yourself with all of these so that you can pull them out when you need them okay now to my late friends I want to tell you this one I know you're saying oh my god is it that big of a deal my friends know that that's my thing and it's like a running joke I'm the late one I get that we unintentionally train our friends that we don't respect their time and that we know they're going to wait on us so even though they love us and will forgive us and move on do we want to take advantage of their grace You know what I'm saying? So even though I know they'll wait on me because they love me, because I love them, I don't want to always put them in the position to wait on me. So I know you think it's seemingly like a disconnected issue, but it's not. It's not. So let's get it together. The second thing I want you to keep in mind for those of you, I was going to say those of you, but those of us who who are guilty, is to communicate with your friend. If it really is something very difficult for you, at least let them know. So if you have an issue with estimating how much time it's really going to take to get there, or if you know that there there's no way you can get dressed in 30 minutes because you've got the baby and he's hollering and, you know, your arrival time is depending on your husband getting the baby and all that, make it known. But at least I'm letting you know so that they can anticipate my lateness. At least I'm making it known so that they can have a little understanding and empathy of my situation. But some of us are keeping all our reasons of why we're chronically late to ourselves. And so it leaves the room for them to make their own interpretations. So as much as you can, if this is seriously an issue and it's dependent on other factors outside of yourself, let them know so that at least they don't get the message of like, dang, she doesn't even care. Okay, so that's kind of what I have to offer there. I know I mentioned earlier about like the 13 traits of a quality friend. So you can see like, okay, is she trying me? Is she a bad friend? Or is this just kind of an obnoxious habit that we're going to work through together? If you're kind of trying to figure that out, I want you to go to betterfemalefriendships.com. There will be a little pop up to download a checklist that says, is she a good friend? There's a checklist for free. I want you to download it and I want you to measure your current friendships against that that list. I want you to measure yourself against that list if we're being totally honest, right? So just kind of keep that in mind um, because we have to give each other grace. We got to give each other understanding and to really show up fully in our friendships, we've got to do the work on ourselves, right? So my hope is that this episode um, helps us through all those things. I want to hear your success stories. I, I want to especially hear from those of you who 
um, are bold enough to do level four. Level four. Okay, so level four is hit me up after this. You can find me on Instagram at Danielle Byer Jackson, or you can find our personal uh, Instagram account at Friend Forward. We'll see you over there too. So I am here for you always on your ongoing journey toward better female friendships.